What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in. And whether it is the morning, the afternoon, or the evening for you, good day to you. And welcome to Proverbs (laughs) chapter 14 on August 14. That's a really nice, gentle sounding voice. That's nice. I've been practicing it. (laughs) Um, Today, we're going to break down Proverbs 14. And uh, Bobby had one verse stick out to her. I had a few stick out to me. Yeah. And as always, we want to hear from you what's, what stood out to you. So, yeah. Bob, take it away. <laughs> yeah, no uh, no big layout or anything. Literally just Proverbs 14. What I felt stuck out to me is as easy as that. So I'm going to read verse 9 and also uh, part of verse 12 that stuck out to me. This is what verse 9 sounds like. Fools mock at making amends for sin, but goodwill is found among the upright. I think what just stuck out to me right away was just the first part of that verse. It says, fools mock at making amends for sin. And that's something that kind of stuck to me in just kind of a weird way. Just like, why, why, why would it be weird? Why would a fool mock at you for making amends for sin? Like, don't want, don't we want to forgive? Don't we want to walk, you know, in right standing with each other and with the Lord? Like what? Like, that's definitely a fool's thing. But then when you look around at the world, like we, we don't make amends for sin. Like we, Clark and I threw out a couple examples just right before we were processing this. And, um, you know, Maybe you said something that's hurtful to a family member or a friend. Like, did you seek them out? Did you seek forgiveness? Did you make amends? Did you try to reconcile? Um, you know, maybe you were undercharged at the store for two bucks and you get back and you're like, oh, you know, I think it's actually supposed to be a couple more dollars. Like, did you walk back in? Were you honest? And were mm-hmm. you, you know, were you trying to seek to make amends? I think there's something about today's day and age that's like, well, we get to decide you know, what, what, and, and when, oh, hi, Quinn. Hey, hey, Quinny. Quinn's here too. She's making amends. But, uh, we, we, um, our culture has told us that we get to make amends, um, when we decide that it's okay, like, or when we should, when really scripture's telling us, and it's all over the place. Uh, but again, it pops up here in, in Proverbs 14 that, um, that you're a fool if you're not, if you're or fools think that making amends is foolish. And so we, we definitely don't want to walk in that way. It kind of echoes again in verse 12. It sounds like this. There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it leads to death. This is verse 13. Even in laughter, the heart may ache and joy may end in grief. I remember talking to a couple from our church not long ago, their grandparents, and obviously grandparents' job is to spoil their grandkids. That's what they do. Hop their kids up on sugar, send them back to mom and dad, buy them stuff, hang out. And I was talking to this particular set of grandparents, and the grandson was hanging with grandpa. And while they got in the car and were driving back down the road, um, the grandson pulled out a piece of candy or something like that. And grandpa turned the car around, drive him back to the store, made the young man walk back in and uh, say sorry and pay for it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I remember being like, great job, Grandpa. Like, that was awesome. And, and Grandma was really commending Grandpa, saying, you did the right thing. Because it could have been so easy just to say, whatever, whatever, no, it's inconvenient, let's just keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a little, a little thing that over time, many little things become a big thing. Well, 
Right. And if we're going to have the, you know, if we want to, if we want to come under the authority of scripture in big things in our life, then we need to come under the authority of scripture in all areas of our life. And so last, mm, amen. Preach it, sister. Last thing though, for me out of verse 12 was just that, that statement that there is a way that seems right to a man. There's many ways that we can live life that seem right to us, that seem appeasing, that seem um, happy, that seem easy, that seem satisfying. There is many ways that we can, that seem right to a man. And we're called to submit and surrender our life unto the Lord because God's way is best. And his way, which includes making amends for sin, um, is the way that gives us the fullest life on earth, but also gives us life eternal. And so um, that's kind of what stuck out to me in Proverbs 14. Yeah, and I'll add a couple more verses that stuck out to me towards the end. Verses 15, 16, 17, and 29. And it all deals with being kind of impulsive and quick and regretting it and then being patient. Uh, So verse 15 at the end of it it talks about how the prudent give thought to their steps. In verse 16, it talks about how the wise fear the Lord and shun evil, but a fool is a hothead and yet feels secure for some reason. Um, Verse 17, a quick-tempered person does foolish things, but the one who devises evil schemes is hated. Lastly, verse 29 picks back up on the whole patience. Whoever is patient has great understanding, but the one who's quick-tempered displays folly. And so what I like about those verses is that it's given us an encouragement to intentionally think through, again, like what we're saying. We talked about that the other day. But also how you're living your life, how you're spending your time, how you're spending your money, who you're hanging out with, what are you watching, what are you listening to. The prudent give thought to their steps. They give thought to the way that they're living their life. Um and there's wisdom in that, and that's what the next verse says, because you're doing it out of the fear of the Lord. You're doing it understanding uh, God's capability, God's power, God's holiness, and you're mindful of that. We're mindful of that as we live. But what strikes me is the next verse, because it taps into my flesh sometimes, and it talks about how a fool is hot-headed and yet feels secure. I don't know about you, but if there's ever been a time where you've been ticked, frustrated something's just been bubbling in your in your in your in your heart and you just I gotta get this out and you just let it rip and you blast somebody or you yell or you talk down upon somebody and and for a moment it feels good. Like it's like it feels as the scripture says, it helps them feel secure. Like, oh that feels so good to get that off my chest. Right? As if that's a good thing. But you look at verse seventeen and it says it actually leads to foolish things. And the one who continues to act like that's going to be hated because that's not life-giving, not only for yourself, but for anybody around you. So maybe it felt good in that second, but it's not helpful or healthy in the long haul. Mm-hmm. One of the examples that we kind of threw back and forth was um, as far as like actually considering our steps and taking time was um, when we uh, asked church if we could paint the outside of our home a few years back and uh and we were there said okay yeah and um let, let's take a look and see you know what colors we're thinking <laughs> and i'm so glad that we took time and we put big swatches on the garage i think they were up there for maybe even a couple weeks and we had many people come over you know what do you think about this color and they were all different shades of blue what do you think about this color what do you yeah. think about that color? and our mind changed over time because at right. first we were so excited i am not patient at all I mean, we just bought an orange tree for our backyard, and I was trying to figure out how much I could pay to get a big orange tree put in there because I don't want to wait for the thing to grow. Like, wait, you're going to tell me it takes years for this thing to grow? But with patience, 
comes growth. Lots of good things. Anyways, the paint colors. Yes. And so then, um, yeah, after, you know, you see it for many days in a row and different lights, you know, at sunset and sunrise and in the middle of the afternoon and what it's going to look like with, um, with our trim and, and what other people have for their opinions or what they, so after all of that, after, you know, the guiding of our steps and patience and many nights of rest coming to a color that we felt really good about and that we loved and that we couldn't wait to put on the wall because that's uh, what we're going to be looking at now for a long time. And we're really glad that we did because (laughs) the colors we wanted to pick out initially ended up being like really green and one other, I don't know what was wrong with the other color, but it just didn't look good, especially on a whole house. So we're grateful that we took time. So there are other scriptures that talk about this. Be quick to listen and slow to speak. Uh, sleep on it. There have been so many times we've been thinking about making a purchase or talking to somebody, confronting someone, um, trying to make a big decision in our life. And when you sleep on something, maybe one, two, three days, and you take time to consider it, it really is good. Um, In the grand scheme of things, a day or two or three is really not that long. Um, And sometimes it requires more time than just that even to, Mm -hmm. to pray into a decision. But for people like me, I'm like, let's go. Let's, let's saddle this thing up. Let's take off. It's a great idea. There's the top of the mountain. Let's, let's make it happen. Mm-hmm. Well, and to bring it back to now, like, with um, a quick temper and, like, those kind of emotions, you know, if you're, gonna, if you're going to respond right away when you're having these kinds of emotions or, like Clark said, these things are boiling up, um, what well, Proverbs is telling us, you know, it's probably not good to respond you probably need to go uh, walk away for a minute or a day or multiple days. Um, I think that's one quality of God's that we can say we all have, um, that we've all observed in who God is. And we probably also taken a part in who God is in our life. And that is that he is slow to anger. And so um, I think that's just a really, really good word for us and for, um, for how we sometimes maybe act too quickly when we're experiencing those kind of um, temptations. All right, so that's all we have for you today. Proverbs chapter 14, um, lots of nuggets of gold, lots we can apply to ourselves. So dive in yourself, encourage those around you to keep up the Proverbs challenge. And uh, if you're looking for a place to worship on Sunday, tune in to erc.la. Uh, Pastor Ken's going to be preaching on Psalm 46, the antidote to fear lies in this passage and uh, it's going to be a great gift. So God bless you all. Have a great weekend. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Have a great day.